Welcome back to Piss Chug, everybody. We are here. A little bit late this week, but it's okay. This was a bang-bang week. Uh, this is our non-Patreon episode for the week, and if you are a Patreon uh subscriber you get an extra episode per week so you're going to want to go over to patreon and you're going to want to patreon.com slash piss jug sign up right away and check that episode out and right now you're about to get in with two people i'm here joined by i'm talking about brother brown i'm talking about hobbs (laughs) hold on wait your mic somehow got muted hold on Say that again, Hobbs. I said, let's fuck. Yeah, now the episode has started. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. We're back. Episode, I don't remember which one it is, number Mm -mm. at this point, but I remember what happened, okay? R.I.P. Coolio, okay? What a guy. What a guy. This happened last night. We're recording on uh, Thursday, September, I think it's the 29th today. And Coolio passed away yesterday, the 28th, while we were recording Brother Brown's Baked Beats. Great episode. One of the best. Check that out, twitch.com slash curiolab. And Brother Brown cooks up three beats in three hours. And in last night's episode, we were given the breaking news update that Coolio It's always during that show, too. During Baked Beats, some monumental news always comes through the pipeline. The war in Ukraine broke out. On baked beats, not even joking. We were it was like the sixth episode of his show, and like we were all recording, everything was fine, and we got an alert on our phone, and we were like, "Oh shit, Russia just crossed the border." <laughs> God damn! I'm like, well, I'm gonna make some songs now. Does that mean that Let's you're on some tunes? Is your show a history magnet? I guess. Is that what we're getting at? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling some, some worldly energy into this live stream of mine. Maybe it's the mojo. You maybe got to change the title. Gotta fuck something up. Four B's is powerful. I like it. I love the alliteration so yeah. much. It's four B's. What do you? What, what is it when it's beyond cubed? I know there's square and I know there's cubed. What is it past that? I'm not that good at math. I don't, know. I, don't know. I don't either. I don't know if there is a four. I think that's where you start saying the fourth power. Yeah. Okay. Respect. Is. I feel better for not knowing that. Then. Yeah. That's what that is. If, if anyone can tell, I'm a little loose tonight. We have we've warmed up. Hobbs came in like a hook shot from half court type of vibe tonight with the du- for reserve double O. <laughs> okay, will well, you pop the cork again for him? Yeah, pop pop it. Even if you even if you're not pour, actually you got yeah. you got a little bit to pour in there. I believe I do need to pour a little bit. Here we go, guys. Oh. <laughs> pour it, pour it, pour it, pour it. Uh, we're getting into the bourbon tonight, folks. And uh, for full clarity, in front of Hobbs is uh, his his bottle of bourbon, a half bottle of cherry coke, and his hard copy of Democrips and Robloodlicans <laughs> by our main man. We're going to be checking in with Jesse Ventura literally next week because politics season is almost here. We were almost at midterm elections. And Jesse, we've been waiting to get some feedback from Jesse on kind of what he thinks about what could happen this November, because we all agree we've been hearing the ads here in Georgia nonstop. And we've uh, been hearing that Herschel Walker is uh, a menace with people's uh, knives and throats and gun situation. So I want to check in with Jesse and see what he thinks about how things are going to go this November. So, you know, 
That's Hobbs has been doing some research to think. We'll check in. You know how how would Jesse approach this? I don't even know what he would say. I heard he used to be a Navy SEAL. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I heard too. Um, heard heard he had a beef with Chris Kyle. I think he's got more of a beef with Michael Phelps though. I've heard about that. Yeah, because Michael Phelps, you know, is he's a swimmer, but you know, as also a swimmer, Jesse. Is, uh, <laughs> feels challenged by also all the gold medals. Also, a swimmer. I love that. Yeah. It also was, involves himself with aquatic movements. Grew up in Minnesota. <laughs> I would like to imagine him, like, in a, like when the Olympics were on, like, imagining Jesse in line, like... He just it, pushed everybody out of the way. Or just, like, or like he's in line at the grocery store subway and someone's talking about Michael Phelps being like, oh, my God, do you, you hear the run that he's on? <laughs> he's on, like, medal number 11 in four days. And Jesse, like, cuts in and he's like, he didn't do it with a tank on his back. I swam. I swam. And it was, trust me, it was, you don't get 11 medals Phelps when you got. Nancy. You couldn't. <laughs> Swim in the same pool as me. I was a Navy SEAL. It's fucking spot on. 13 gold medals? Are you kidding me? That's an absolute travesty. That's a joke. There must not have been anyone, any Navy SEALs in the pool at the time that Phelps won all those gold medals. I'll tell you that. Yeah. God. Yeah, man. Uh, I really. I'm, Dude, pool. When you say pool, it fucking sends sin, me. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> it's such a soft pee. It's fucking great. I'd man. like to get in the pool right about now. I tell you that. I'm dying to know what Jesse thinks about going into the politics this season. The threat of nuclear war, civil unrest, people being broke, imminent recession. I want to know where Jesse's concerns lie at that point. You know, it'll be good. It'll be good. So we've got bourbon, we've got Democrats and Rebloodlikens on deck. This is what I call pretty lit Thursday night. Okay? Uh, Bring in my We We have some stuff on the docket, but I wanted to start off. Uh, Brother Brown had a killer story from work. <laughs> Uh, as you as you often do, yeah, I know. At your location, this is an older story from from years prior, but it's a good story. Okay, okay, okay. So this guy, let's do it. <laughs> there's this there's this little guy. Okay, he's just a little guy. He's a little guy. He's tough. He's loud, but he's a little guy. So sometimes he has a tone, pretty pretty direct. Sometimes too aggressive. Whatever. He decides he wants to uh, leave and go work concrete because he makes a little bit more money doing that. So he walks up to the owner one day and he's like, "Hey, man, it's gonna be my. I'm just letting you know. I've you know I've had a pleasure working here. It's gonna be my last week." And he's like, "Oh man, I'm sorry to see you go. Um, what are you gonna be doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go pour concrete. You know, the hours are better and make a little bit more more money." And he's the owner's like, "Well, you seem pretty put together. Would you be interested in a management position?" So a little guy comes back, chest poking out, head held high, man. Head held real high. And he's like, I just got offered a management position, dude. <laughs> I was like, wow, congrats, buddy. I got you on some I got some gold stars back here, I think. And there's this there another one of my confidants. He's like my little backup guy. He's standing behind me during the whole time and he's like, Mm-hmm. Why don't you ask Drew how many times they offered him that position? <laughs> it's like well, if you must know, they've 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 offered this to me a few times now, and 
The money's just not there, man. They're going to overwork you. It's going to be 50, 60 hours a week. They're going to send you to all kind of different stores to play Captain Save-A-Ho and, you know, put you in a weird spot to employ people that aren't really, you don't really know them that well. So you have to like be their boss and no one really respects you. It's, it's just a weird thing. And <laughs> the guy chimes in again. He's like, I said, why don't you go ahead and ask Drew? How much, how much they offered him the first time. <laughs> he was just waiting the whole time to like yeah. get a word. And he was like yeah. waiting for the moment for the other person to stop speaking. He's like, uh-huh. Uh well, what about? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I was like, well, the first time it was it was 45. And he's like, ask him the second time. I was like, second time it was like 48. He's like, and the third? I was like, third time it was not even 50,000. And he's like, mm-hmm. And why don't you go ahead and look up how what the average manager makes? I was like, oh, shit. And here we go. So the dude gets on his phone, looks it up, and he's like, damn, 61000 He's like, man, that's not even, I might as well just go pour the concrete. He was like, you might as well just go pour the concrete, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 he was waiting to explode, dude. He, like, built it up so perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that story always stuck with me. It was a good, <laughs> he, I was laughing. <laughs> he had it ready to go. Yes. I yes. love that. That's really good. Um I like a classic story of a coworker going off the rails. I told you guys about the uh, juggalo I worked with, right? Yeah, I, I remember this. Yeah. So definitely worked with a juggalo who I watched that, that loud portion of them come out at work. And it's always a sight to be seen when someone's civil, you know, the things that they lean into for a lot of their, their social normities, it just goes away. It's just done, and they're just done. They're done now. <laughs> Volumes on ten, all of it. There's no more dynamics. And uh, yeah, man, I definitely. Holy shit, I'm feeling this bourbon. Hobbs brought it with the bourbon. I'm empty cupped, and I'm about to. I'm about to do it up again. Uh, do you know how weird I feel that? I'm this hammer the day after Coolio died, and then a new Godsmack album just came out, and we just listened to the single. Like I just, it feels fucking late nineties right <laughs> yeah, now. Yes, it's a weird vibe at the moment. About to get a Little Caesars Bigfoot. Oh God, I missed those. Damn, Little Caesars. We're about to get a Mellow Yellow two liter, or maybe even Surge, pop, pop like that, the first gen that, Surge. Pop that, yeah. that let's. Pop. I thought you were saying Time Out. Pop that. <laughs> Pop-up video. Uh, oh, that was a squeaky one. Sorry, man. I, I, I'm like... Yeah. Straight up. Go straight. You're, you're twisting too much. Okay, sorry. Nice. <laughs> I'm a pirate. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is... That's a pirate. One swill for me, lass. So, speaking of pirates, can we talk about a pirate that I made fun of on this show recently? Let's go. I'm talking about James Effield. <laughs> God damn. So, all right. God damn, I just poured a lot of bourbon. Yeah, Holy shit. up. Yeah, I'm going to be. son. Dude, I'm going to be hung over. You on don't the, have to drive, though, so. No, but I'm going to be exactly. hung over doing the news show in the morning. Nah, you'll be all right. Uh, James Hetfield of, of Metallica fame. He He's in hot trouble with his wife. They got, they're, they're getting a divorce. They're getting divorced. They're very, she's very upset about. He had the Iron Cross on his guitar that we talked about on the previous episodes, and I have an embarrassing admission. I have, like, the most embarrassing admission of all. So I made fun of James Hetfield for, like, 
I don't know, two weeks indirectly on this show, Piss Jug, and also on my news stream, uh, Too Much Information on Fridays. And I made fun of him so bad about, like, this asshole had an iron cross on his guitar. What an idiot. What kind of person has an iron cross around him and doesn't even notice it for that many years? And I was, like, so condescending. And then a couple of days ago, I have these, like, Dunlop guitar straps that are blacklight reactive. That's why I bought them. It's because they're blacklight reactive, and I think that's cool. And they have, like, a collage of artwork on them, but I've never looked at it closely. I was just always like, ah, oh, cool, trippy blacklight stuff. So I was practicing the other day, and I, like, happened to look down and catch it at an angle, and I see that there's a soldier on there with iron crosses on both <laughs> of his breast lapels, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> been using the worse. And you've been using the strap for a while now. Over a year. Over a year. So <laughs> I removed the iron cross by way of a, a paint pen. I used a paint pen, and I got those crosses out of there. Because it's a great guitar strap aside from that. How many iron cross straps did Dunlop make? <laughs> Probably a lot. More than I thought. Yeah. So... I wanted to say I owe an apology to James Hetfield for the Iron Cross bit, uh, but not really. I'm still going to make yeah. fun of him because he now has a cigar company called Blackened. <laughs> yep. he, start, he started a cigar company called Blackened, and for those that are pay t- paying attention to the details, he's, the do, he's doing this so that he has money outside of his lawsuit. Yep. So his wife can't take money from that business endeavor because it started after their divorce. Yep. Don't they have like a whiskey too or some kind of shit? Yes, they do. Metallica whiskey. Whiskey and cigars. (laughs) (laughs) You know the song I'm talking about. (laughs) Whiskey and cigars. It's like an old Irish folk song. It was on Garage Inc. Then Lizzie played and Metallica sort of. Yeah, it's very Celtic. Yeah, doesn't really bode well with the Iron Cross. I, I, I must say, it's kind of man, it's not good. No. I, I just do you, do you think he has a Viking tattoo somewhere on him? That would just gonna, really it would really uh, seal the deal. If can one of you that. guys Google it? My phone is charging. Can you just Google James Hetfield tattoos? Or no, no, that's too vague. No, no, you, you'll see James all, Hetfield so, Viking. So, well, if you type if you type in James Hetfield tattoos, I bet someone has made a list of all of his tattoos. I bet someone has done that. Because there's some Metallica fan that's uncomfortably obsessed with him. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he has a cigar brand called Blackened. Uh, I don't smoke cigars. Uh, God damn it, Chrome's right. It says view full list. (laughs) (laughs) Right? He's done this. I haven't. I just knew. I have the the foresight. (laughs) Some things are innate. (laughs) Blackened. Are you guys going to try the cigars? Especially, is it are they are they, is it like black paper? They do. Why some, is it called blackened? I don't know. They do something to age the paper. If I knew more about cigars, I could sound legit with it. But I, I just, I just don't. That's just the well, name of one of their tracks. Oh shit! James Hetfield has an Iron Cross elbow tat. Yep. Wow. 
That so this is this is getting interesting now. Yeah, the plot thickens. Has Metallica <laughs> been a white power band this whole time? I I'm only on tattoo number sixteen, and he's got sixty five. <laughs> oh, keep going, please. But keep there's going. pictures. It takes so long. So just, we need to talk about something else. No, we're going to keep talking. Okay. We I'll, just I'll want interject. you to we want you to interject the best ones. Hobbs, uh, I will got to ask you a question. What's up? I heard you recently made a trip to the great outdoors. Yeah. It was a fucking blast, man. I needed it bad. We went camping up in Three Forks Campground, which is conveniently located right where the like some of the base trails for the uh, Appalachian trails, kind of where they start. Hell yeah, I know. I'm a little familiar. I'm a little familiar with that general area, but I've never been to that specific spot you're talking about. So much fun. We hiked all over the place. Uh, we may or may not have been, but definitely were uh, also t- taking some things. And that was a fun That was a fun trip. We had a great night. The first night I got super drunk on this bourbon and woke up not hungover. And then we proceeded to hike all day. Who were you with? Me and, me and Al. Do you think we could talk the Conticer <coughs> into coming into a piss jug episode? I think it's possible, yeah. If we were to do one up in Canton, we could he, bring the rig. Like Drew's buddy uh, that you were talking about, he wouldn't like a video aspect, but he might do an audio. That's what I'm saying, audio yeah. only. Yeah. How, yeah. How about when we do the uh, the the Piss Jug episode from your house, if he wants to join, that invite is there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. I'm into that, but tell me more about the camping. Well, the camping was great. Uh, we made I made a ribeye for Al the first night. He said it was the best take he's ever had. I told him that you don't know how much that means to me, so quit playing with me. But he was like, "No, I'm dead fucking serious. Best take I've ever had." You're mean on awesome. A, That's you're, a huge compliment. You're mean huge. with this. You're mean with food. You're pretty good with you both. You I can cook. We we did the steaks over direct coals for the first however many minutes to sear them, and then we took them off the coals and had the lid on and just had it kind of come up to temperature slowly. If anybody, if you're kind of new to cooking steak, that's a great way to cook a big, thick piece of meat because you don't want to overcook it or oversear it. Mm-hmm. So you can just kind of sear it the best that you want, and then you can bring them up to temperature and slowly so that they don't overshoot the temperature that you're looking for. Pro tip. Yeah. <clears throat> so okay. we had some great steaks. We also made some taters that I just wrapped up in tinfoil, and then... Um, Woke up the next day, had some great hiking, tripped. It was awesome. And then, uh, like the... A day trip? Yeah, day nice. trip, and which is the best. I'm a like, big right, fan of that myself. Morning, I'm, I'm started in the that. morning, went through, like, half the day, just awesome. The trees and, like, some of the... In the campsite that we were at, looking at the up at the trees and watching the sunlight come down through the trees was, like, some of the most beautiful shit I've ever seen in my life. Awesome. North Georgia can be really beautiful. Yeah. I think Piss Jug has a uh, possible camping trip coming up. With there, there, are, there are talks in the works. Oh, uh, I forgot about this best part. I took a bath in the creek after the walking. Right, I was so swamp ass and ball gravied <laughs> that I had to take a bath. Didn't have a choice. I mean, I could have waited, but I would have been chasing the shower in the next day. So I was like, all right, let me go ahead and. I brought my shampoo, I brought a bar of soap, I went down into the creek, took a bath, and it was, I mean, that water was cold as shit. 40 degrees. It was like 45, 40 degrees or some shit like that. And it's because we're up in the mountains, I guess, and the water's just cold up there, but 
it was nighttime too so it's like you know the air's it's a little windy out the air's getting a little cooler at nighttime and the water's cold i wasn't in the, in the taking a bath for all that long but after i got out and yeah it was super cold but after i got out feeling the benefits to my joints we sat by the fire after that i swear to god i felt like i was 20 years old <laughs> sit there on my stool breathing good bending we were, good we started i was chopping wood that night hell yeah chopping that wood up throwing it on the fire that shit was fucking awesome and i want us to go camping all together dudes so we can enjoy that too the, you know the great thing about camping is that you don't have your fucking stupid phones and you're kind of forced to interact with each other so here, here's my deal with camping. Forced to get deep. Sometimes. Here's my deal with camping. I've never told this story on a podcast or a stream. All right. I'm going to tell you about the last time I went camping. I was raised in a family <clears throat> where the opportunity to go investigate organized religion was there, but not enforced. So uh, I tried church for a little bit. And at one point, we went camping, okay? Went camping at Lake Lanier. For the uninitiated, Lake Lanier has a body count. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people get hurt and killed in this lake. Well, I got an extra memory. It's one of the first places I encountered a sex offender. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, God, what a weird place for a... Sex offender to be. Uh, sex oh. Offender. <laughs> oh, it was not good. I went on a, I went on a church camping trip, and uh, like one of the youth volunteers, he was probably in his mid to late thirties and had a, had a wife. Uh, I I don't sleep well in the outdoors. I'm an insomniac, so I don't sleep well in general. It's really hard for me to stay asleep. So, me and camping generally don't get along, but this particular night. I was very restless because we had scorpions in our tent. So, like, you know, we're we're on Lake Lanier, but, like, pre-tons of development. It wasn't as developed. I start to hear a vibration or feel a vibration faintly against, like, the corner of my tent, and I hear something. My sister's tent is right next to myself. And at this point in time, my sister was 16 years old. Okay? I was much younger. And I look out, and it's the youth leader... And he's peeing, trying to pee into the woods, but he's just peeing on my tent <laughs> while staring oh. at the tent with my sister and all the young girls in it. Oh. Yeah, it turns out this guy had a little bit of a history. Uh. So he had been allowed to, like, get involved with a church youth group and everything. Oh, and that, oh yeah, they, they, they sniffed his ass out quick. He was gone. They said, they said bye-bye. That's how, that's how you got turned away from the Lord, ain't it? That's when I walked away from here. I said, you and me, we's crossed. <laughs> you got turned away from the Lord at a young age. But all that to say, I would give camping another try with you guys. Yeah, it man. seems like that scenario might not play out if we're all going. we have fun. we bring the grill. we fucking make some food. The Lord hath yeah. banished me into the darkness without a prayer of reconciliation. Do you want to hear the best part of what happened in the next morning? Oh, yeah. So that was like a shitty night. He shit on your tent. <laughs> Staring at your sister's tent. It not, doesn't involve him. Oh, okay. It's just... Oh, speaking of shit, we had a shit bucket. Shit bucket. I wanted to make sure everybody merch knew we coming. had a shit bucket. <laughs> merch is coming. We had a shit bucket. Shit bucket merch is coming. Uh, with, a t- with a toilet, a, a bucket, imagine a bucket that you shit in, 
with a toilet lid on top of the bucket. And you just pop that baby open, you sit right down on it, shit in it. It's kind of hard to get your dick and balls in there because you got to pee too. Sometimes you don't want to pee all over yourself. You got to get, you got to squeeze. What your about flops all the way out? Uh, well, if you did that, then you might pee all over your shorts. Ah, uh, okay. I guess. Yeah. Like, so I was trying to squeeze my balls and my butthole all in the same tight space. Gets out of control quick. It's tough. Yeah. It's like fitting a square peg in a round hole. So <laughs> a- a- after the guy peed on the tent, the next morning we were carted off to go see the newsboys perform at eight o'clock in the morning. The, the newsboys? News what is that? Oh, shit. You guys don't know what the newsboys are? No. Uh, could, could you pull up YouTube on your phone? Uh, mine is, is not in the room. Uh, they have a song called Shine that I had to hear at 8 o'clock in the morning the night after getting my tent peed on by a sex offender. So, uh, Was he in the band? No. He was uh, in the church youth group. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I got it here. Yeah, put that bad boy up to the mic. Let's check out the newsboys. This is a smash hit called Shine. I had to hear this at eight o'clock in the morning after getting my tent peed on. <laughs> like my contact has not even settled into my eyes yet. You know, when they're like too dry to sit on your eyes. Eight o'clock in the morning. This is how I learned to hate Christian music. <laughs> What's that motivation? Wait till the chorus. This sounds like a shitty Bono track. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> what are the lyrics? Hold on, I'm gonna look up the lyrics to this song real quick. What are the lyrics to this song? <laughs> I heard something about barbecue in there. Yeah, uh, okay, how do I zoom in? Uh, shit. Command Z plus. Yeah, I remembered it. Holy shit! The, but through the bourbon, I remembered it. Dull as dirt, you can't assert the kind of light that might persuade. A strict dictator might retire, fire the army, teach the poor origami. The truth is in. The proof is when you hear your heart start asking, what's my motivation? What's my motivation? (laughs) And try as you may, there's no way to explain the kind of change that'd make an Eskimo renounce fur, that'd make a vegetarian barbecue hamster, unless you can trace this about face to a certain sign. Shine. Make them wonder what you got. Make them wish that they were not on the outside. Looking bored. Shine. Let it shine before all men. Let them see if good works, and then let them glorify the Lord. (coughs) Let them glorify the Lord. 
So yeah, that's my camping story. <laughs> Needless to say, Wait, there so was no... the child molester playing that song. No, he was just present at the concert. He was just there. Okay. He was also there after peeing on my tent. <laughs> oh, this was a fucking. This not someone just playing the song on the stereo. You went to the show. This was a l- band was playing. This was a live concert at eight fuck o'clock yeah. in the morning. <laughs> That's what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Hell yeah! And you know what we did after that? Um, did you make crosses out of like different things? <laughs> we went to a or something. <laughs> we went to Lake Lanier Islands Water Park. Hell yes! Which, oh, Lake Lanier Islands, man. Drew, have you been? I didn't. I wasn't here. Oh, Hobbs, for that. we have we have to double team him on the time we went with uh, with Dan. We got to tell him about that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, we got one for you, dude. We got one. Uh, Dan and just and Chrome ended up getting matching bathing suits. The night before we went to Walmart, we were like, "What's the funniest thing that could happen at a water park?" And we were like, "What if you saw two dudes who weren't brothers or twins wearing the same swimsuit?" And we just thought that was so funny. So we th- we went out that night and like as we're in the checkout line, Dan had this like look of hesitation where he just like already knew how this was going to end. So he was like, ah, "Are you sure you want to do this?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, let's do it." So we bought, and by the way, I was sober at this point. I didn't smoke weed, nothing. I was just like a sober person. I was, though. You guys didn't <laughs> know it, but I totally got high as fuck before we got in the car with you guys. We rode all the way. I had to keep it a secret because I didn't know you guys were down. That's the best part about this. I don't this. think you guys were down. Though, well, at that th- time. That's the best part is we showed up, and you had no idea we had matching co- <laughs> like matching swimsuits. Yeah. So you pr- you just died laughing. fucking funniest thing ever, yes. So we get to the... Lake Lanier Islands with the swimming, with the matching swimsuits. And uh, turns out that joke wore out pretty quick. It turns out it wears out really quick. So, yeah, we, we rode everything at the park until a lightning storm broke out and we had to stop riding. But people were, like, pointing at us and making fun of us. And uh, we were getting roasted pretty bad by, like, family units. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh... People wanted to talk to us about it, and that's where it like stopped me in fun. It was when people were like, "Did you guys plan this? Is this a thing you wanted to do? Are you guys friends? Oh my god, that's so cute! You guys smashing, you matching swimsuits. Are you guys brothers?" And you're just like, "Let them glorify the Lord." I was just hanging out. <laughs> oh, oh, jumping back to the church story from my youth real quick. After the Newsboys concert at the Lake Lanier Islands water park, my friend that came with me on this camping trip was not religious at all. And he was ready to go home, and the sex offender that peed on my tent bought him a swimsuit if he would go to the park and ride the rides. And thinking back on it, it's even creepier that he bought him the swimsuit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much worse now that I think about it. He's like, oh, no, you can't go home. I'll buy your swimsuit. <laughs> now give us a twirl, darling. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful. The fitting uh, room. There's got a fitting room right over here. I just want you to try this on. I right want to make sure you have an adult chaperone go with you. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Lake Lanier Islands after seeing a Newsboys concert at 8 o'clock in the morning, and that has a lot to do with how I turned out. <laughs> I would have been pissed that uh, they didn't do the concert afterwards because that seems like kind of a wind-down move. It does, but right? I guess they wanted to glorify the Lord. <laughs> oh, What if the Newsboys were like, we want to go to the water park, so that our whole day was based around going to the water park. So the only way you're getting this gig That's from us is if it's before deal. 11 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we get to go to Lake Lanier Islands, we'll 
in the deal. But it's a killer water park. Uh, that one wasn't even on the docket. I love that that just happened, man. We have all these camping stories. We're going to form some new ones, but let's keep it moving. We got to talk about burgers. Okay. Talking about burgers? Talking about burgers, dude. Ozzy Osbourne has a burger. What do you know about Ozzy Osbourne's burgers? I don't know anything about this. Okay, hold on. Ozzy Osbourne has a burger officially, okay? I got to pull it up one of these windows. Like, like, Ozzy Burger. Like he has a burger at a restaurant or a burger that you... A signature burger at a... Uh, uh, Brother Brown knows the name of it. What was the name of the food truck? Grill them all. Yeah, that's what's up. Named aptly after the... Was it the first Metallica, Metallica album? Yeah. Very first? I think it was the very yeah. first. Yeah, check this out. I'm going to zoom in on it. I got it. First, like, studio album. It's got man. a black bun? Yes. That's the burger, okay? Ozzy Osbourne is teaming with grill all for a special burger. And I'm going to go into the ingredients and see what you guys think. Um, okay, let's see what you guys think. It is a... Burger topped with a house-made chimichurri, chimichurri, sorry, I'm drunk, garlic aioli, blue cheese, onion frizzle, and field greens. Uh, it's a half-pound burger served on a black bun. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't like the that combo. Yeah, I don't know. Really the chimichurri that. sauce is more, it's better on pork. It's not really good on ground beef. And then what is onion frizzle? That was my question. It's probably just those little straws, that's like little fragile, fried onion straws. That's that fragile on there. To replicate the hair. I, I got questions. Land. I got questions about grilling. Y'all going to the land? Y'all going out to the land? Land of the Osman. Uh, okay, this is Grilling Wall. I'm on their website. Do you guys want to see what their burgers are about? Yeah. Okay. This is L.A., correct? Yeah, I think so. Uh... Half pound burgers. Oh, they have several. Oh, wow. They have a behemoth, an immortal, waste them all, D. Snyder, power slave, winger, a.k.a. the steward, jump in the fryer, napalm death, pig champion, wit, Paul Bailoff, High on fire, cowboy from hell, Metallica, Samoa Joe, and the Aussie Burger. Okay, you guys are looking at these ingredients. What do you think? Is this shit stupid? The Paul Bailoff looks really, really, really good. Tell everyone what's in it. It's a burger topped with Swiss pastrami, fried egg, ale, mustard, and a house pickle. That's right up my alley. It's like a Reuben and a burger mixed together. Jumping the fryer sounds a little interesting. I'm not ju- I'm not Jewish, but I freaking love a delicatessen. Take me to any deli. I'm going to find my way around. Waffle buns, cheddar, fried chicken, bacon, maple sriracha. Too much. Too I would much. do I would do that. Uh, I would try a piece of one. Is, well, the thing is I would just take the burger out. I would just like have all that. Oh. You know what I mean? Like that that sounds like the sandwich. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I want to blow y'all's minds. I don't hate the cowboy from hell. The pulled barbecue chicken, jalapeno bacon, cheddar, lettuce, red onion. The red onion, yeah, that would be good. That's not bad. Okay. 
I'm going to show you guys something. Brother Brown is hip to this already. But Hobbs, we talked about this last night on Baked Beats, and this makes me sad I can't make it to South Korea. Man, I've watched them make this on YouTube. It looks so cool. That little uh, mold they have specifically for these burgers. That's a UFO burger that we're talking about, so folks. So awesome. Brother Brown, describe this to the listeners that can't see what we're seeing. Imagine an Uncrustable. But it's it's a, it's a it's a burger that's shaped into a mold that looks like an Uncrustable to where it's fully enclosed. It has a rim around the edge, almost like a Wonder Ball with a little brim. And then they cut that in half for you, and you have this beautifully packed burger, and nothing falls out the side. It's all there in the front. The cross action is beautiful. It's amazing. Looks great. It's probably cooked perfectly every time. That was a succinct description of everything nice. we're looking at. Yeah, surrounded by bread, like a little hot pocket burger. Empanada, almost. Yeah. Yeah, like an empanada burger. UFO Badass. stands for unexpected first orgasm. <laughs> so, can I show you guys something else that makes me sad about the state of American burgers? Yeah. I'm about to show you Alien Burger, which is a chain from Dubai. Oh my god. Trying to make you trying to say making look making American burgers look bad? Makes them look not creative. Mm. You ready? I type loud now. <laughs> I'm hammered, man. <laughs> it's the first pitch joke where I'm Instead like, of Alien Burger, you typed loud now? No, I'm just saying, like, I type, like, I'm hitting the keys oh, so oh, hard. Okay. <laughs> All right. Two-inch pours, and you're going to get fucked up quick. I right, man. This is, like, around the time. Two-fingered pour. I want to get into a parking lot fight. Um, you know what my dad told me? That's how they used to measure weed back in the day. Mm. If it's four fingers, it's a lid. He's two fingers in the bag, it's a half a lid. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, what the fuck is a lid? Will you stop? You're embarrassing me. <laughs> All right, it's guys. just ounces nowadays, dude. Guys, look at this. This is, uh, this is appetizing to see it, them like that. Check this out. So they're eating gold in burgers, which I don't give a shit about that, but the rest of the burger sounds good. Two Wagyu beef patties, a truffle mayo, wild mushroom, onion jam topped with American cheese, and a black charcoal bun. Mmm, that does look good. <laughs> That's better than the Aussie burger. I'm into that. Right? So I'm going to keep scrolling down because these are the basic ones. A classic mushroom in Swiss. How do y'all feel about that burger? I feel like it's a solid staple and there's a reason why every burger place has it on the menu. If they mess that burger up, leave. Mmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever order that burger, but like, have you I tried one? No, nothing against it. Like, but have you ever had? So you've never even had one? So I mean, it would just be like a Philly cheesesteak. Right, it's a burger, right. pretty much for me. Like, I, and I like, I like that, but like, I don't know. I'd rather just have Philly. At yeah. Point. Look at this place for a burger joint. This is they have they have wings. What alien burger in Dubai? Where are you? We need you in Atlanta. Right now, because I got bourbon on the belly and I'm ready for the sweet potato fries and the chicken tendies. <laughs> yeah, of course he's eyeing the tendies. Dude. Give me the tendies and the salted caramel red velvet date pudding pot. Actually, this place is kind of mid. I'm being on. I'm gonna walk my statements yeah, back. This kind of it looks kind of regular, man. 
This sucks. Hold on. Let's it's just like pulled pork on top of burger. I've seen that in America. No, me too. Me too. Who's got the best burger? Who's got the best burger? Where? In America? Fud in Rutgers. the world. What on world? Come on world down. Down. Boom, boom, boom. And come on down. I see most Fud Ruckers are out of business. Well, it's like Cracker Barrel. It's on the outskirts of the, of the major cities now. That's where they live. But I mean, I've actually done a count recently. Oh, really? The majority of them are out of business. I wonder what's fewer, Shoney's or Fuddruckers? Fuddruckers. You think Shoney's has more nationwide? Yeah. Than Fuddruckers. Than the good old Fud butt. Yeah, Fuddruckers, the only things that are alive are the ones that were non-franchised. Or the ones that were franchised. I'm sorry, the ones that were non-corporate. Uh, I have a Fuddruckers thing. The lowest point in my life where I was like the brokest I've ever been and I had no place to live, and I was living out of a hotel and crashing on people's couches and stuff in Massachusetts. I went to a Fuddruckers that was next to the parking lot where Louis C.K. would bomb all of his old sets back in the day. It was this Chinese restaurant that all the comics would go to, and there's a Fuddruckers next to that. And I was bottom, like as low as I'd been, and there was a show going on called uh, Cars and Guitars. And I went there to Fuddruckers, and I ate, and I went out to the parking lot, and the Cars and Guitars had packed it in, and they'd all gone home. So the saddest thing I've ever done in my life to kill time where I had nowhere to go, I went inside and got a 50-cent rubber ball, and I went out to the parking lot and would just throw it and see if I could get it to roll back to me. And that was what I did with my time for like God. for like an hour because I didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't know where to go. I don't know where I'm staying. I don't know where I'm doing. And then luckily a friend actually met me there and he came and threw the ball with me, which was a very nice gesture. And then I stayed at his place and uh, it was awful. So Are the lights in here fading to black slowly? Yeah, I think what that means is... Uh, Am I tripping? No, you're not. They did. Like, it got real sensual in here real quick. Yeah. It feels like we're making real different kind of podcasts now. <laughs> Home automation. I just can't see. No, I can't either. Hold on. I'm going to cue the lights up. Uh, I think I'm kind of curious about... I want to hear y'all's opinion because it, it is on the docket. There have been an alarming and emerging amount of... Uh, fights at pro sports games in the stands between fans very true wanted to pose the question to you guys while i grab my phone which pro sports team are you getting in a fight at their event are you fighting someone that's a fan of the same team and if not explain the scenario and what is your fighting strategy in a stadium let me grab my phone first of all i'd have to be extremely provoked to fight over sports like, I mean, you'd have to physically provoke me. Yes. Nothing same you here. could say to me would really, I'd just be like, oh, whatever. <laughs> just walk out. Like, even if it was the worst, most embarrassing loss, and then they just were like egging me on. Like, walking out of the Falcons' loss against the Saints, you know, a, few, a couple of weeks ago or whatever. Like, even at that point, I'm just laughing, you know, and, and like walking out, you know. So, like, I'm not going to let a game bother me, but if someone physically provoked me. Like throws a beer on you or, yeah, or throws some shit like food that. at you. Like, yeah, 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 then it's, I'm, it's I'm on. like, I got to I gotta defend my honor. Now, are you throwing bombs? Are you pushing? Are you trying to get them held into a certain Depends position? Depends on how hard their offense is. 
Toss a beer on me, I probably shove, double fit, double palm shove the fuck out of them like into a trash can or something. <laughs> yeah, or down, <laughs> down the stadium. Down the stairs. Yeah, that could really kill somebody though. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm doing. Whew. Yeah. God damn. Well, I might. I might do Sparta kick. Um, yeah, but I mean, push kick. If Classic push kick. If, if you're the aggressor, I don't see. I don't know. Am I? What's the problem? I don't know. I would just be thinking, like, let me do something to let this motherfucker know. But at the same time, I'm not trying to kill them. So I get in and get out. And so we're to 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 iron this down for the fans. You would go and throw them hands if someone messes with you when you're out seeing them dirty birds. No, I I'm saying I would do a two hand. Shove like hard as fuck. Okay, you would, you if would mush only him. if physically provoked, like Drew said, like if they threw a beer on me or like if they pushed me or some shit like that, then maybe I might fire back one, but probably not a fist. Yeah, I'm elbows to get them out of their section so I don't hurt anybody else, and then Sparta kick downstairs. Sparta kick. I have uh, not from the back though. My my logic in getting in a fight in public is there's going to be cameras present. Yeah, that's the problem. That's, that's the what problem. I'm You're going, to get You're going down anyway. You're getting well, taken out by security. That guy's going to press charges well, anyway. Well, my point is this: if you have a small frame of time before security gets there, who it, said it was a guy? It could be a girl. I'll push a girl into a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> this is and, hard. And. Let's say she might be an MMA fighter. I don't know. You know you're got. You know you're Molly being, the meatball. You yeah. know you're being documented, and you know you don't have a lot of time. Those are the two precursors, right? Unless someone touches me or touches someone that I'm with, I'm chill. The minute either of those boundaries are violated, they have to physically touch you. You, I mean, what about a plate of nachos on you? That that counts as touching. Okay, cool. you, you touched physical. you touched yeah. me okay, with good. something that was yeah. not previously on me. Yep. So what would happen, I would play one of two games. One is I overreact in this moment, and I get ejected from this game. I get documented on film, all those things. The other game is I stare at you until the game ends. (laughs) I'm not watching the game anymore. You're now my game. All I have to do is turn their back to you. That's okay. I will just watch, and I will find them on their way to the parking lot. And there are so many what you would call in prison blind spots <laughs> in a stadium where on your way out, when there's 30,000 people leaving out of a gate, a lot of things can happen. <laughs> I might be make sure I step on the back of your knee and that you fall. Maybe I step on your neck as I'm stepping over your body real hard. Maybe, maybe your apparel gets caught in the escalator. That's what I'm saying. So... When people go out to these games and they think like, oh, I'm going to throw hands at you, it's like, oh, no, I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to fight a battle to lose the war. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're winning the war, baby. <laughs> so there's no pro sports team where I'm throwing hands on the moment unless someone's hands come on me. If your hands touch me, if it's a drink or nachos, we'll deal with that on the way out of the stadium. I'll deal with it. If you put hands on me in a stadium. I'm doing that in the moment, man. Hit me with nachos or the beer in the moment you get. What's the distance that they are to you, though? Like is my <clears throat> question. That's the that's the thing. Because if they're far, that's tough. You know. I just can't let someone physically like do that and get away with it without a retaliation. Oh, they would get they'd get a retaliation. It would just be 
in a big crowd of people to where there's no I would cool down by that point. I wouldn't I wouldn't be yeah, able to I carry out at that point I would have thought it over. I right. I, there's no way I would carry it out. <laughs> oh, I would I, I would do it. it. That would have been my period of time to literally rehearse the sequence and be like Malice I'm going to step on the back of the knee to make sure that their height comes down. I'm going to slip the choke in under the throat. I'm going to go as hard as I can and twist to the right and fall and then I'm going to start to roll like a the gator. Choke. How yeah. about another specific scenario? You're too close to a mosh pit. And you start getting blasted. Do you go? Are you the guy that goes in and fights the people in the mosh pit? No, I do something else that's mean. What about you, Hobbs? If you get hit, if I get you're hit not trying to be a part of the mosh pit, but you might have just you by me. proxy got into it. You saw me at the gizzard. <laughs> yeah. Guy comes over pushing through. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I do one of these. I'm not into that. Like I do mosh this. Pit. Yeah, your your elbows are sharp too. Yeah. So if someone comes close, I'm like, cool, keep coming. And then all I'll do is just stick it out. And if someone runs into my elbow, man, that sucks for you. Yeah. To the yeah. temple? Yeah. Herschel Walker held an elbow to my temple. Yeah, I don't want to fight anyone at a sports game. I don't want to yeah. fight at a concert. I don't want to do any of those I things. I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to do any of that. I'm there to like... That mosh pit. I've been hit a few times near a mosh pit and like just ran the, Fuck that. ran the numbers in my head about what it would take to actually get mad. And, but I just, you know, I just kind of brush it off. Yeah. Just have a bruise the next day and be like, eh, some fucking asshole hit me. I didn't even want to be a part of it, but I guess he was having a good time. <laughs> it's just kind of strange to I want to beat people up just, when your favorite song yeah, comes I on. Get, yeah, I, I never understand that, dude. Like, as aggressive as I was as a young kid, like, football and, like, just being fucking a weightlifting, like, <laughs> jacked up jackass all the time. I never wanted to hurt anybody or anything. Like I would go to a metal show. We would I wouldn't fucking try to hurt somebody. And I I could have. That that would be mean fucking. When I learned were. how to fight, my last thing I wanted to do was go in public and look for a fight. <laughs> Cuz once yeah. you understand the reality of what fighting is, how it feels to get hit in the face, yeah. how it feels to get put in submissions, yeah. how it feels to get choked yeah. to sleep, you're not like let's go do it in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> like that's stupid. stupid. Yeah. Have you been choked to sleep before? Yes. I have too. Yes, it is. Uh, I, I used to do it in the choke game when I was a kid. and no one. Oh, told. that's different. I'm talking about a hold. But the, the, that, what I'm, the mechanism that does it is the same thing. Right. Because but, it, it, it's either carotid or oxygen. I know, but that's like fun. You're like it having is, fun when you pass out. It is, but when someone does a rear naked choke to you, it's the exact same pass out sequence. So the first time. But you're time, scared for your life. It uh, depends. If you're, if, if you're like. Oh, I guess you were doing it in a training scenario. I've just been put to sleep. It, it it definitely <laughs> it definitely puts you in a panic scenario. But like that's the whole deal when you get into that is like I don't know. I'm not a big dude. I'm like five, seven and a half, 140, 150 pounds. I oscillate between those two points. I'm not normally in the power dominant position of an exchange, right? I'm normally in a position where it's like I gotta make use of what's there. So when you get choked, a lot of people when they freak out from getting choked, it's like they can't believe it's happening. And they have never been put through the prospect of like, okay, you got about six to eight seconds until you are literally no longer cognitive and you're asleep on the floor. What are you going to do? A lot of people freak out and they do all kinds of things that are actually like a waste of energy and oxygen mm -hmm. rather than just like protecting themselves. Once I learned those things, the idea of going in public and picking a fight with a person yeah. is insane to me. And at a sporting event? And you guys brought up the point at the stairs. Yeah. Oh, my God. Lethal. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Not not necessarily fatal, lethal though. Big time. I went to a show at Center Stage a couple weeks ago and uh I went to see a live podcast. That's right. I went to go see a live podcast and the way that venue is set up is also like a sports arena with the stairs. Mm-hmm. I watched old people had a few drinks fucking falling down those stairs. So your point is dead on about getting into a fight at a sports event. So we we promised to not do that at Piss Jug. Oh shit! Hobbs has been threatening to open oh the sausage God, for like dude, two hours. He's uh-huh. opening. Tell everyone what you're doing. We have here a ten gram uh, Tijuana Mama pickled sausage. How are you gonna give me a bite of this? Just got. Well, I wanted to. I wanted to do a Lady in the Tramp where I'm at <laughs> one end of the sausage and you're at the other, and then we meet in the middle and kiss. <laughs> but since. Since there's no video, for whatever reason, <laughs> and since there's no video documentation, we gotta wait till we get the videos just, going. Do you have a knife? We could cut the now. Nah, we, we gotta tell you what. Why don't I just tear that? Just damn and rip it. Yeah, <laughs> give me a little chunk. <laughs> rip the pickle. I mean, you could. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say we got a knife in the other room. Like this. He's ripping apart a uh, sausage. Everybody. The smell is about to be crazy. Okay, Drew. Drew, take the sausage. All right, bottoms up, guys. <sighs> 400% hotter than the regular um, Bahama Mama. Big Mama? No, no, no. Yeah, Big Mama. Yeah. Or whatever it's You called. guys should do this in the one chip challenge at the same time. Cheers. How big's your bite going to be? Probably half this. Half this sausage. The half of that? Yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? This is supposed to be hot. I would take a smaller bite than that, bro. All right, maybe a no, third. Whole thing, it, dude. That's my. That's, that's, a, that's some inches right there. Be a, be a big man. <laughs> yeah. Both of you, grow up. <laughs> there you go. They're trying it. They're chewing, folks. I'm hammered. It's hot. It tastes like... Like Tabasco. Like Tabasco, yeah. yeah. Like they loaded it with Tabasco. Yeah, it's just like a sour hot. Yeah, it's got that vinegary Tabasco... Very soft sausage. Gross. There's no snap to it. You yeah, know? pretty gross. Yeah. This is nasty. I'm probably not going to eat anymore. I'll never have any more of this ever. <laughs> it sounds, it smells pretty bad. That music was so anticlimactic. And well, the point was it was a gas station sausage so that sounded about appropriate <laughs> yeah, for that. Yeah, that's about what we thought. Yeah. I just couldn't, I don't know. When I when I go into a gas station, sometimes I might migrate over towards where the beef sticks are. And <laughs> saw this and. Dude, I, I like zero bars, and I got fucking okay. roasted for it on Twitch. One more bite. My stomach immediately bubbled. Yeah. Yeah, you both are going to have a time tonight. Second bite's better. I hear your stomach. Oh, my God. Your tum tum? It's in the podcast. We got that on record. Well, shit. Uh, Three bites. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chrome's off that reserve. Dude, I'm... A double oat reserve. Two inch pour. <laughs> I don't drink often, but this is my... What is this? My third one? Is it? That's my third two. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Is it starting to actually taste good? 
It's still burning. It's still my, it's still, still burning my guts. Burns me really bad, and I have enough. a cherry coke. You didn't have enough. You got to keep drinking it. Well, all I have quickly. is beer too. To, to so it's like don't have any chase. I'm telling you, it burns, Hobbs. Nah, man. Hotter than the Bahama Mama. I'm sorry, Tijuana Mama. No, that thing's hotter. That's wait. burning my throat right now. Yeah, you see, you <laughs> wait. You had bourbon and then a spicy sausage. <laughs> I'm done drinking bourbon though. At this point, I had three. I'm good. Man, I feel like I'm I'm pretty loose on tonight's episode of Piss Jug. This is I this is funny that we're this or you guys aren't, but I am at least this drunk on the public episode. So it's great that on the free episode I'm hammered. That, that's I think We did good, this you did it totally backwards. I thought we were gonna yeah. save the drunk times for the Patreon, but now we're just being like Welcome Hammer. to Piss Jug, fuckers. <laughs> Welcome to Piss Jug. <laughs> uh, well, no, man, we're gonna we're gonna be having a killer season. This is the last episode in September. We're starting October this weekend. Um, we got supposedly there's a rumor Mark Zuckerberg rented out the UFC Apex Center to watch the fights this weekend. So I guess we'll have to wait this weekend to actually tune into the live stream and see if it's true. Uh, I'm I'm obsessed with Zuck as an MMA fighter. I think it's the funniest thing in the world. They should put him in the video game. What about him and Jake Paul? They're putting everyone in that video game now. Yeah. Like Bo Nicall, who just got his from winning the Dana White Contender Series, like he's in the game, and so is the other guy who also won the Contender Series at the at the other weight class. They're putting people in a lot more. Did you see the 17 year old? Cool. Yeah, that's the guy I was talking about. They put him in the video game. Did you see that? Mm-mm. 17. Brother Brown, there's a 17 year old UFC fighter. 17, you're ready. And he's a he's a demon. NC 17. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. He's a demon. But this weekend, we'll get into some fights and we'll review it. In the upcoming weekends, we got uh, Mashuga coming up. We'll review that. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna figure out our plan for Fright Fest. <coughs> we got a potential camping trip. We got some cooking. We got some music releases. We're gonna bring on. Uh, I think we're also gonna bring on Senum when he gets off the road from Bob. And bring him on and talk to him about his tour experiences. And bring him on to the jug. So, thank you everybody who has listened to the jug and supported up to this point. Check out our other episodes if you have not already. I'm gonna uh, have to wash my hands. This stanking ass pickled wiener. No, you don't want that. You don't want the spicy gas station. Go home and your girl's like, you smell like a Tijuana mama and bourbon. And you're disgusting. You- you're in the doghouse tonight. You just wish you would have been able to kiss me at the end of that thing. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Very soft. Tongue kissing hot mouthful of sausage. Pickled wings. <laughs> double oaked pickled wings. D- double oaked. Well, th- I want to say again, thank you to everybody tonight. Thank you to Brother Brown. Thank you to Hobbs for bringing through the double oak. Hell yeah. Excellent. Got, got me hammered for the first time on Piss Jug. Uh, we will be back again so. next week with two more episodes. Remember, sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash pissjug, and you get an ep- extra episode per week. You will find out about merch early. You will find about everything related to piss jug before the general public does. <laughs> That's right. We got uh, merch coming down the pike, including uh, you know, potential hypothetical tour date shirt with the opener shit bucket. So what a what a great deal, you know. Five dollars a month, four episodes. Extra. It is a good deal. My shit bucket is still in the back of my truck right now. Damn. Yeah, I still haven't taken it out. You got to deal with that. Have you emptied well, it out? I. Well, you throw dirt in there. You shit on the dirt, and then you get the dirt out of there. God. So there's no shit in there. Why the not just like a trash bag in there? 
I mean, I guess you could. Then you just cinch it up. You know, what I do is I got a shovel. I got my shit bucket, my lid. I go there. I sit my ass down. I shit on the on the dirt. I pour the dirt down. But I dig a little hole and I dump the dirt and whatever, you know, the poop. The idea is, though, that you, did you scoop your buddy's poop. No, no, we we do our own separate shit. Do your own deal. Yeah. Okay. But he the, has a shit bucket just like mine. Home Depot. <laughs> I got the crickets too. <laughs> the the rule of the road though is that you piss in the jug and you throw it out above and out the window into the trees or you leave it on the grass. You don't recycle it. It's the way of the road. I want to say goodnight to everybody here from Piss Jug. This is Monochrome Sweatsuit signing off. Brother Brown, Hop, say goodbye to the people. Till we'll see you next time here on Piss Jug. See you next week. Yeah. Piss in the jugs and shit in the buckets. I'm talking about piss. They talk about piss. Stay for Benny. Piss. On a shit in bucket floor.